Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and thank you for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education and hosted by Dr. Beverly Wright. Emory Continuing Education offers many certificate programs related to the practical application of machine learning, data science, advanced Python and Tableau, and other analytics tools and methods. These applied programs leverage experienced executives, academics, and practitioners with advanced degrees to deliver these Saturday courses typically taught in around 10 weeks. Learn more about the emerging technology programs at Emory Continuing Education to help boost your career advancement at ece.emory.edu. I hope you enjoy this episode of Tag Data Talk. Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and welcome to Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Manoj Argawal, and we're talking about data science and AI from a CTO's perspective. Thanks for joining us, Manoj. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Awesome. So let's start off with a little bit about your background. Tell us, why are you so cool? Well, not... uh... Not cool. I don't know about cool, but you know I like to do really um, uh, crazy stuff, if you will, with technology. So I have a background in uh, obviously technology. I've been in technology for about thirty years now. I have four patents in artificial intelligence. But what is different about me is that I also have a background in human psychology and neuroscience. Um, I've been a student of meditation for the last 10, 10 12 years. So I combine those paradigms like human psychology, data science, artificial intelligence, uh, because at the end of the day, data analytics, artificial intelligence is basically uncovering what works in the real world. And when you understand human psychology, what people are thinking, and you can utilize data to confirm those hypotheses, uh, really, really impactful solutions come to surface. Wow, that's really cool. So where are you now? Um, I'm. Uh, if you're talking about my location, I'm in Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver. Okay. And which job, what company do you work for? You, you have your own company. That's right. I have a consulting company. It's called Tetranural Technologies. So we provide consulting implementation for uh, startups to Fortune 500 who are looking to unlock the power of data and uh, make some impact in their organization and in their customers' lives. I love it. I love it. Thank you. And I love your background, by the way. What a conversation starter. Good grief. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, very nice. Um, well, let's start off with a little bit of, um, you know, landscaping just to set the stage. Okay. What is the role of a CTO? Like, tell us more about that. Cause you've been a CTO at like three or four different companies. So mm-hmm. tell me what are, what are kind of the goals or the things that you're really, what, what do you wake up thinking about as a CTO? You know, CTO's role is more uh, of a glue between the technology uh, teams and the executives because what happens is executives are looking at growing their business and managing their business and serving the clients. And the technology teams are very, very far removed from that objective because, Mm. you know, let's say we are building an app. So the engineers are busy uh, tweaking the, you know, the the in the code for the app to work nicely, making sure the data is stored securely, making sure the performance is is the right thing. But how does that translate to business outcomes? How yeah. what are what are the objectives? You know, how if I make a change here in the code, how does that impact a customer? And not only that, you know, what is the long term sort of outlook of the business. How should the technology grow? You know, today we are running our system on two servers, but uh, in the next uh, one year, the business is expecting four times the number of clients that we need to onboard. Is the technology wow. is the technology going to uh, scale? Um, will, you know, if 
if everything goes right, um, will all the uh, operational teams, the sales teams and the marketing teams, they will deliver what they are supposed to deliver to quadruple the business. But will the technology support that? These are the questions that a CTO needs to answer to make sure that, you know, the technology serves the business and the customers and, um, and not the other way around. I see. And so I love how, how you call it the glue and I'm going to call it the tech exec glue, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tech exec glue. Um, and so in some ways, is that role somewhat of a, tra- I'm hearing translator, I'm hearing counsel, counselor, cons- consultation, yeah. like help That's me. Right. Yeah. Paint a picture of what, um, uh, what that would look like. Is that right? Is it more? Yeah, I think consultation? Um, a, 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 the, the first a word that comes to my mind is translator. So I, mm, I let's okay. say I, I talk to the CEO and say, CEO says, hey, you know, we want to launch, uh, we, we want to quadruple, quadruple our business. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean for me and my team is, okay, I want to be able to uh, grow my systems uh, at least eight times because if the business is projecting four times, if things go very well, you know, they could actually overshoot that that quota and so i want to talk to my teams and say hey guys let's put our heads together and make sure that if i put eight times more load on the system things will continue to work things will not break things will not slow down things will not become insecure Uh, people will not be able to hack into our systems right and we will be able to demonstrate to our executives that we are scaling as you are scaling. So given that is the requirement, now tell me what does that mean for you, database guy? How should we scale your database? What does that mean for my security guy? Hey, uh, I mean, guy as in like, you know, guys yeah, and yeah. girls. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, how, what does that imply for you? How can we secure our systems? How is our cloud expenditure going to increase? Whether we are going to, if we quadruple our business, is the technology expense going to be more than the ex, the profit that we are generating? So these are some of the questions that, that I bring from the executive room into my teams. And then we start to implement them as at a project level, sub-project level and all that. That's perfect. I love it. So a translator, almost like a reality checker. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a conference I went to and, um, this, I, without saying who it is, but this yeah. company, their executives were telling clients, they told their sales people, you can tell the clients this kind of thing. And they were like, we're going to build a 30 day custom made system for you. What? Hang on. What? Yeah. And they didn't even talk to technology and they were making these promises about, you know, a 30 day custom made system and the CTO and that, and it sounds like in your, what, uh, from your description, a CTO should have been like, listen, man, I mean, I'm not saying no, but we may, you know, we gotta, we gotta manage this. We gotta figure out the how to. So it's that bridge between technology and executives and they help to create yeah, a world where you can actually do this sort of thing. I love it. And so the executives are sort of visionary and the technologists are sort of like where the rubber hits the road and yeah, making exactly. it happen. Exactly. So where and in the CTO world that we've um, got a picture of now, which you've so eloquently illustrated, how, how does data science fit in? Like where does the analytics fit into the whole CTO world? Is this See, data is everything. Data is yeah. everything. I mean, uh, you know, uh, most people, uh, we have been collecting data since, since the 
the dawn of uh, humanity, uh, whether that data was recorded or not, that's a separate story, but it has been recorded in our minds, uh, if you will. Um, so uh, data is, you know, even if we don't look at uh, advanced technologies like analytics or AI, we still need to collect data. Even if you're paying a bill, we need to say, okay, you know, what was the amount of that bill? Where, when did the payment come through? Uh, all that stuff. And that is stored in a regular database. Um, now, as we collect more and more data, we realize that we can find patterns in that data and see you know, what is working in the real world, what is not working, and apply it to some really useful use cases like fraud detection or you know, um, uh, um, uh, predicting the trends or predicting the weather and what have you. As a, as a CTO, we need to look at, um, at the data, which, which is sort of the raw material for all this wonderful uh, stuff that we can do with analytics and AI, that's the raw material. If without data, there is nothing. No, no, no AI, no analytics, no nothing. Right. right. So as a CTO, we need to figure out. Okay, uh, how do, how are we producing this raw material? Are there any holes in that data? Is the data clean or dirty? Um, if the if the if the data is being collected uh, consistently or you know, we get it, you know, once in a week from here, somebody forgets to ent enter the data. What happens in those cases? Because as we all know, um, in, in data science, whatever garbage we put in, that's the same garbage we are going to get out. So as a CTO, I want to make sure that there is no garbage, as, as little of a garbage, because there is no perfect solution, let's face it. Um, yeah. So as little of a garbage that, that goes into data collection, we govern that data, we secure that data, and then we provide the, the, the right uh, uh, solutions to the various departments because the marketing team may not have any interest in AI, I'm just uh, hypothetically speaking, but they sure. may be more looking towards predictive analytics of the demand for next year. So yeah. we can utilize the same data to give them that view um, whereas the whereas the uh, you know the salespeople may be looking at something else uh, you know some some other aspect or operations may be looking at utilizing the trends in data to automate something which is where you know computer vision can come in which is where um, ai can come in so so that is sort of the role of um, the cto to look at data and then and drawing uh, conclusions on how we can best utilize that to solve the problem of of these departments. Right? I love it. I love it. I heard um, two main things going on here. Uh, one is the sort of the function, as I guess, and then the second thing I heard are more the things. Mm. And so some of the functions that you mentioned were collecting data, storing it, looking for patterns. Uh, figuring out there are predictive abilities and the usage, like how do we even use this stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. hey, this would be really good for blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big, that's a huge responsibility. Yeah. And then the the second bucket of things that I heard were um, the actual items. So those are more kind of the tasks, and these are more the items. And the items are number one: use the data. You know, data, data, data. So for sure that the data is there and that it's governed and it's secure and that people have access. Um, but you also mentioned um, a sort of being a silo breaker of sorts, you know, because you as a CTO, you guys would see things that we wouldn't see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, because you, you're like, OK, well, I'm providing data here and here and here and they're using it for this and they're using it. I mean, so as a in a way, almost as a neutral ground or, or a silo breaker. Um, does that sound right? Absolutely. It's, it's almost like, you know, 
it's almost like being uh, being on the field in a in a pro football match uh, as a coach you you can see uh, okay you know uh, that we we should play this strategy because you know the the other team is playing that strategy let's put this player here let's put that so it's almost uh, you know getting that sort of overall view um, and then helping each other out saying that this is how we can optimize our business because as as a cto you also have to understand the business you have to yeah. live the dna of the business and that is the only way we can sort of you know manipulate all these uh, levers to to get the best outcome yeah and that's harder than people think it is mm-hmm. to understand what's going on day to day with the business mm-hmm. um the next the next thing i really want to double click with you is where Okay. So I'm going to be really transparent. <laughs> Sometimes in analytics and data science, we feel like you guys hate us. Mm. Like the CTOs and the CAOs are almost like, mm. so how, can, help me understand these sources of friction and not just to, you know, bring up bad memories or, or no, muddy, no. muddy things, but, but what, how do we solve these sorts of things? Like, so yeah. what are the friction points between like a CTO and a CAO yeah. chief analytics officer? See, this is where I get excited about talking about human psychology because most people think these are technology problems or these are, you know, uh, uh, like uh, people don't understand uh, the technology, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, it is just human communication. So let me let me explain what that means. See, every uh, department head has their own objective to fulfill. A CAO wants to make sure the analytics are crisp, they are on point, they are up to date and all that. Um, and the CTO's role is, to manage data, making sure, you know, all the technology is working. When people communicate, generally, they are only talking about their own priorities. They are not taking the time to break down that priority and and frame it in a way that makes sense to the other person, Mm -hmm. right? So a CAO will say, hey, I want a dashboard. And CTO will say, okay, I understand you want a dashboard. Can you tell me, like, what do you want to use it for? And if the CAO says, oh, I just want to show uh, numbers uh, per quarter, and the CTO then can say, oh, okay, how about we can, can you show it in an Excel spreadsheet? I mean, you know, that's all we need. That will be 10% of the time needed than creating a full-on full on dashboard. And I can do that by next week, and then I can give you the dashboard, say, in three weeks. Will that work for you? If if you have that communication, then now people are able to understand. Okay, these are the results you're looking to achieve. This is my uh, this is my capacity right now. My team is fully occupied, but I can give you one engineer who can help you get that data in an Excel format in one week, so that you can actually you know serve that purpose that you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and then we'll figure out work together on how to take it to the next level. But generally, the way it, this is not how it goes because. They say, I need a dashboard. I need it right now. And CTO will say, hey, I've got like 10 other things I'm working on. You know, how do I like, what do I do? And then they start to argue that, oh, you know, you're not helping me accomplish my goals. CTO will say, oh, you are too demanding or whatever. So that's the, that's how the generally the story. Uh, Okay. Okay. So really it sounds like there are two things. One is um, they're not understanding each other's perspective 
Mm. And second, the communication, the conversation about like, well, what are you going to do and how are you exactly. going to use it? And I would argue that even in that scenario, that was a better than usual scenario. Yeah. Um, even then we still didn't get to like, why what's the yeah. real, like, what are you exactly. actually going to do with yeah. it? Like yeah. just to say you want a dashboard, like, well, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, what's the real thing that you yeah. need to yeah. accomplish what decision. So those two things, um, make it challenging and a little bit Absolutely. Um, friction, uh, friction left and right between CTOs and CAOs all the time. So I'll add one more thing here as well, because yeah. what happens in, especially in larger organizations, if you start with that, why and say, Oh, you know, the executives just want to see the quarterly numbers. Generally, generally there is already a solution in, in the same organization, which already exists. Mm. And, and the CTO can say, Oh, okay. You know, why don't you use that? And just, you know, move forward with that. Right. So if you, if you come to the table with those end results and goals mm-hmm. in mind, uh, things go very, very smoothly. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Very cool. I like that. Um, so it's, it's difficult sometimes like, cause being the, you know, being on the analytics side and to better understand the priorities and the perspective of the CTO that would help us work better with the CTO world. Um, so what final piece of advice would you give? Like most of the listeners for tag data talk are going to be like analytics and data science professionals. If you could talk to these people, what final piece of advice would you give about how they can better understand a CTO's perspective? Um, uh, I will say something here again, uh, you know, it's the same thing, understand what the real world results, uh, people are trying to achieve and then communication wise, treat other people as if they are in grade five so that you can really simplify what you're trying, because we are all, uh, experts in our field. Yeah. But the, but the thing is the other person we are talking to, they are not expert in our field. So if if I, I I generally use this example, if I go to a car mechanic and I want to get my car fixed, mm-hmm. and they start talking to me about the torque and the carburetor and the engine oil and the and the and the rubber belts, I'll be like, just fix the car and tell me how much I owe you, right? Yes, yes. And 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 that is the attitude we need to adopt, rather than talking about our technical terms, dashboards and and you know. Um, whatever the terms that we use in our field to simplify them as if we are trying to explain it to our fifth grade daughter or son and say, this is what I'm trying to achieve. So let's work together and and get it done. And then on the opposite side, the same thing can happen where the CTO is resource uh, constrained or what have you, he's, he's facing his own challenges. The CTO, rather than using technical jargon, can say, hey, you know, I have four people on the team. They're working on, you know, these five projects. Tell me which one do you want to deprioritize so that I can put your project on the top, right? Yep, exactly. Okay, I love that. I wonder if there are some companies that actually allow you to sort of shadow for the day or something between CAO and CTO um, teams, because that would be, it seems like that would be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, putting yourself in other people's shoes really changes your perspective, no matter whether it's technology, whether it's real life, personal life, professional life, whatever it is. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Well, thank you again to Manuj Agarwal for talking to us about data science and AI from a CTO's perspective. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education. I'm Dr. Beverly Wright. Have a great data set.